and I like rom-coms. Mm, hi, I'm Jared, and I enjoy when things spiral out of control. Mm, but you know what we both love? And that would be the natural charm of being poor. And this is just, just kiss already. Oh, okay. So I, you know what I haven't told you about? What? I have this TA this semester. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna name him in case he's a big fan of ours, but oh. like, <laughs> it's an asynchronous lab. Okay. So I only have to drive out there every other week, which is great because it's super far. Yeah. But the way that the lab works, he introduces to the in-person classmates mm -hmm. what they're going to be doing. And then he comes to us afterwards. But he's super long-winded. Yeah. So what happens is I, I wake up at 7.30, log on at 8. Uh-huh. And then everybody gets there at 8. And we're all waiting for 40 minutes while he just kind of, like, does his bit for oh, the wow. people who are there. I, I've never had a lab, so I don't oh. know what this is like at all. It's It's... Normally, lab is great because you just show up and you do what it says on the paper, and then it oh. doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong or how bad your measurements are, as long mm. as you talk about why that might be. Oh, that's good. Like, it's pretty forgiving. Yeah. Like, uh, I, nice. I, I enjoy it. I'm not gonna... I, I enjoy the way that labs are done. Nice. But this lab, uh -huh. he will get online and he'll be like, oh, okay, so uh, today you're just gonna be doing this, and it's fine. And I'm gonna tell you this story about this one time that I was in this lab with this guy, and he oh, did this God. thing. Oh, no. So if you're doing this, then you need to stop. And I'm like, okay, dude, I, I appreciate it, but like, you're not my mentor character. I'm not uh -huh. in this major. Like, yeah. none of us are. So why are you just giving so much time being like, this is some insider information? And we're like, we're not going to use it. <laughs> we're not going to use it. I, I really, I have a pet peeve about like unasked for advice, I guess. That's fair. I, th what you said about you're not my mentor makes a lot of sense. Because I can think of like teachers in my life who I would listen to literally anything they say. Oh. And I can think of others who just like, I'm like, why? Why are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like apprenticed with somebody or been like super under their wing? Um. I mean, like, for my entire, like, degree program, yeah, definitely, just because, like, I look up a lot to, like, my professors and stuff, and also the um, students who are, like, further along than me in their coursework, especially when I've taken classes with, like, PhD students. That's always cool, interesting to see what they're doing. But uh, I've never had, like, a one-on-one, -on -one, like, apprenticeship, <laughs> but when I was in... So I went to... I always talk about how I went to nerd school. Yes. I went to this choice school that was like, if you got a failing grade, they could kick you out of the school. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So everybody there, and you could like, there was just a bunch, everyone was like, oh my god, AP classes. And everyone, like the SAT would happen and I'd come to homeroom and they'd be like, what'd you get on the SAT? Oh, and I'd be like, geez. I didn't even take it this nerd week. Nerd school. Yeah, it was, it was just nerd school. But one of the things about the school is that it was a middle high. And also, in my county, middle school started in seventh grade, not sixth grade. Oh, I see. So, heard yeah, that. sixth grade was in elementary school for me. So, all of this to say that when I started at this school, I was in seventh grade. Um, I didn't have any siblings went before because my brother went to the. He just decided mm. to not go to nerd school and <laughs> went to like normal school. Oh, man. Um, so, I went in totally like fresh faced, but I had heard stories from my brother about how like middle school is a scary place Aww. and you're going to get bullied because no. they throw the seventh graders in trash cans. Don't throw Karen in the trash. <laughs> and so, I was terrified, especially knowing that this school was went all the way up to high school. So, yeah. I was like, oh my God, there's going to be seniors. Oh. I, and I was like so scared. 
And I remember my first day, uh, I got lost on the way to one of my classes. Oh. Not necessarily. I went into the room next door because I mixed up the numbers. Gotcha. And the room that I went into was a senior seminar class. It was just uh. all high school seniors. I opened the door. And when I was in seventh grade, I was so small. Oh. Jared, I was so oh. tiny. <laughs> And so I opened up this door, and I was like, oh, and I'm expecting them to, like, be like, get it, a bug, squash it. And they all just go, aww. And I was like, oh, and they were like, I think you want to be next door. And I was just like, Ooh. and I closed the door, and I'm already, so already I'm like, this school's weird. <laughs> but then I got to my chorus class, and I experienced a very strange uh, thing, because... This girl, we're told to, like, pick a partner for something, I think. Mm. I don't know. Something something where someone came to talk to me. And this girl runs up to me. And she's like, hi, you're my Sevi. And I was like, I'm your what now? And she was like, you're my Sevi. I saw you. You're adorable. I want you to be my Sevi. And there was, like, uh. another girl who was like, I wanted her to be my Sevi. And I was like, what is happening? Incredible. And I come to find out, at this school, I guess um, it's like... We like the younger students, and oh. we think they're cute, and we don't want to bully them and throw them into trash cans, which, very cool. I mean, I, I had fun, and then I looked forward to having my own Sevi when I was in, like, eighth grade, so a good system. Um, but what about you? Have you had, like, a, a little apprenticeship, mentorship experience or anything? I feel like, yeah. I feel like I, I started down a career path not too long ago uh, because one of our mutual friends mm -hmm. had some experience with it and was like, oh, this seems like something you might be interested in. Yeah. So I started pursuing it and they were like the only person I could come to for advice for a while. Yeah. And then I think it's just like a cool community thing, but like in that field, the people that I've reached out to yeah. have all been super nice and they're mm -hmm. all super willing to offer advice uh, and answer questions. So it... I, I don't know if it's like I could call anybody specifically my my mentor or me an apprentice yet. Yeah. But it's it's absolutely just like that nice culture of like, oh, this person is newer and we are going to help them get better. Yeah. No, no gatekeeping allowed kind of I, thing. Yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorite things about my program is that it, it has always felt like a very welcoming space. I remember day one when I started my um, teaching assistantship, I walked into this room like, what is going on? And they were like, nah, we, we got you. We'll tell you everything. Oh. They told me about like, oh, this, this teacher we had last year he was like this and like they told me like so much and I was just like this is so nice I love this especially because my program's very small it was like 15 of us so I was like yay Aww. happy family it's really sweet acceptance is very underrated yeah I agree, I agree. it's nice to be accepted <laughs> It's also nice to accept new people into your clubs. Yeah, like elementary school students who wander in and say, please teach me how to make the women happy. What up? It's episode six. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're back with Oran High School Host Club. We have watched the next episode, and this is the child episode. Yeah. You gotta have one. You gotta I thought Honey Senpai, like, covered the base for that? Like, yeah, but that's the thing is he wasn't an actual child. Mm -hmm. You have to have a real child. A certified brat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this kid walks up, and he immediately knows how to get his way by, like, flattering Tamaki's oh, he ego. He walks up, and he looks Tamaki in the eye, and he's like, you're the king. And Tamaki just immediately goes, flattery will get you everywhere! <laughs> Exactly. And that. we just kind of welcome this child into the host club because he wants to know how to how to get get ladies. Yeah. And then he's not there for three minutes before he starts roasting the entirety yeah. of the group. He then proceeds to just like line everybody up and just destroy them one by <laughs> one. <laughs> like Tamaki smooth talking someone and he's like 
you're being too flattering. Like, yeah. This person is not a mermaid princess. She's a carp. He's like, why would you lie to her like that? I would never <laughs> give someone a compliment that wasn't true. You know how kids are brutally honest? <laughs> yeah. That's what that's about, man. Oh, man. And then the... He puts Honey on blast by being like, oh, why are you wearing a high school uniform? You're like my size. What grade are you in? Uh, and Maury walks up and he's like, uh, no, children aren't allowed to have cool older friends. Yeah, you can't just bring your tall friend into our conversation. Oh, man. He, he totally calls the twins out on their bit, which he's like, are you, are y'all gay for each other <laughs> as brothers? <laughs> like he acknowledges how wild that is. Yeah. He, I guess he's not, he's, he's not refined enough in his taste. He puts the school. whole fan fiction community on blast. Oh yeah. <laughs> he destroys them. He looks, he takes one look at Haruhi and he's like, mm, are you cross-dressing? And we're all like, huh? Yeah. The, the cast goes on the full defensive of being like, wow, you're so buff. Huh? <laughs> so traditionally masculine today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah, so we we basically have this adventure with this child who he he's actually trying to impress his crush, who's mm-hmm. moving away to Germany very soon, which sounds like something I would have said when I was trying to tell people I had, like, a fake boyfriend who didn't Ooh, exist in elementary school. That's so interesting. Like, you know, he's in Canada. He's not yeah. right here. They're always in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh, man. Uh, so he gets put in jail for a little bit. Yeah, like a literal jail box. Yeah, just <laughs> like drops from the ceiling just of the music from room. The ceiling. He was standing on a big X at some point. Yeah. And then Renge comes in and she's like, okay, we're gonna rebrand this child so that yeah. he can be a good host. But he's not interested in being a host. Like Yeah. He... Well he does so he kind of again is like, please teach me and Kyoya brings up the great point of like, well we actually have a really well fleshed out dating sim cast right mm-hmm. now. We don't really have room for a new character. Yeah. And that's where Renge comes in and is like, all of you are so weak you <laughs> have no idea what a dating sim cast should be like. I can find a place for him. Oh yeah, she she assigns him naughty boy. Yes. And she's like, all your knees scuffed, all your skin bandaged, all your attitude rude, all your run fast. Um. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, the kid the kid leaves. Yeah. The kid is like, I this is dumb. I don't have time. Yeah. And Haruhi's superpower being listening, she's like, that kid says a lot of things about her and, <laughs> and how time sensitive it is. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, what could it be? So they, they go on a cosplay adventure. Yeah, to they the break into school. the elementary school. Oh, you're right. Because Haruhi's dressed as a middle schooler and Honey's dressed as an elementary schooler. Yeah, and we were talking about this outside of recording, but like Tamaki just had a Haruhi wig. Yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> he always has a wig that's exactly what her hair used to look like in middle school. <laughs> and he's always got it prepared. He's just he a nice little wig bag that he brings into school yeah, with him. Yeah, he's got prime, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they find a picture of Shiro playing piano with girl. And yeah, then wouldn't you know it? Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's in the music club. So they go there and they spy on him. Yeah. And the girl's like, play piano with me. And, and he's, he's like, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then she just starts playing piano. Oh, God. And then uh, he comes out and confronts Tomoki like, why are you spying on me? <laughs> He gets hoisted on he Tamaki's shoulder. He picked up. <laughs> he's like, come back to the host club room. We have thing to tell you. Yeah. Tamaki essentially turns around and he's like, listen, boy, I can teach you how to flirt, but I can't teach you how to love. Yeah. And I could also teach you how to play piano. But I can teach you how to rock those keys. Yeah. <laughs> they reveal the piano in the music room. And there's been so much shit in this episode that's yeah. like a cage falling from the ceiling. And Haruhi's like, isn't this a music room? And then Renge's platform rising up and Haruhi yeah. goes, isn't this a music room? 
And then as soon as the piano gets revealed, every character gets a yeah. turn to go, well, it is. Because Haruki's like, we had a piano here the whole time. And they're like, well, it is a music room. Come on, it's a music room. Come on. Literally every single character it says is, the line. in fact, a music room. But we do get the happy, a, a nice little happy ending of we invite the the, the quash and they yeah. play piano together. Because Tamaki makes the note to be like, uh, if I am correct, I think this piano piece is actually Mozart. It's something, something, something written for two do it. pianos. Yes. <laughs> and so they play piano together. And it is a song that we hear uh, often in the show yeah. kind of like come up. So that was kind of fun to see. Um, and so they get to play piano, which is nice. It's, it's very cute. But she does have to go to Germany. She does still have to move. <laughs> and so we get kind of like a, an, an epilogue ten days later, I think. Uh-huh. That's like, he's talking about, yeah, you know, we're emailing like on the daily. We chat. Yeah. We got that AOL instant messenger on the rigs. Yeah. And then we pan out and we see... Oh, he's surrounded by girls, and he's like, just don't tell them that I'm working at the host club. Yeah, we find out that the the true star of any uh, host-slash-dating sim scenario is always Sundere. <laughs> always, without a doubt. Definitely. We're all weak. <laughs> it's it's just the most, like, Bugs Bunny shit-eating grin ending, because, like, literally, it's his face, and then you just expect it to go... I love how we went through this whole arc of he was like, I don't want to just please women. I have one girl that I want to mm-hmm. please. And in the end, he's like, so I'm host now yeah it's really fun he's really putting the hoe in host yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like 10 i don't even know oh yeah this yeah, is a small boy the kid has more game in his pinky finger <laughs> <laughs> he is the same size as honey which mm-hmm. is very funny <laughs> yeah i want like honestly hopefully we'll get a scene where mori is just like dual wielding honey and shiro oh my god <laughs> he's got one on each arm yeah oh did you ever play helicopter when you were a kid uh, it depends on what helicopter No, is. so hear me out. It's, it's, it's when you have one strong parent or perhaps okay. an additional person. Okay. And you, you grab onto their arm and somebody else grabs onto the other arm and then they spin around and try to lift you up. With the... No, I never... <laughs> That's... <laughs> no, I cannot say that I, uh-huh. I've played helicopter. I see, I see. I'm sorry to break it to you. So that, but with Maury. It might be because my brother has just always been so much larger than me because I was, like, super short and my brother was always super tall. Mm. So just, like, didn't work. It didn't... would have been off kilter. Yeah, it was <laughs> just the sound of a helicopter crashing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they say something this episode that I thought was really cool and that made yeah. me think, uh, Kyoya, when he's explaining like, yeah, everybody has like their strengths and also their like niche yeah. here. He says, use what you've got. And I thought that was just like generally cool advice. Yeah. Like everybody always says like, be yourself. And it's easy to be like, oh, well, I want to be different. But like, if you think of your uniqueness as an asset, you can use what you've got. Yeah. And I think that's so much better to lean into the aspects of yourself that occur naturally than trying to like bold a letter that's not really in your alphabet. Yeah, that's true. I think that's something that can be applied to a lot of different situations. I mean, we both do improv comedy and that's like a great first lesson for people to learn is just like, just like use what's right there. Mm -hmm. Like. Don't worry about thinking about cool, crazy, awesome things. Like, if you can, great. But if not, use what comes to your mind. And if what comes to your mind is walking in and saying hello, that's fine. (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) I I was listening to an audio book recently about improv, and they talk about Uh how... You're, like, nobody has your lived experience, even if you have yeah. a twin. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, go with me. 
so the first thing you think of in a situation might be something that nobody else thinks of. And like yeah, channeling that point. will take you to like interesting places. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was a good bit of like dating advice, especially since this has to do with like an episode about uh, trying to not have like a relationship, but I guess like he has a quash. Like have a quash. He have a quash. Have a quash be yourself. Have a quash be yourself. Words to live by. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly said is that. If you say them any differently, <laughs> it won't work. So I don't know if this happened to you, but uh, uh, the the second that Shiro comes in and uh-huh. starts to like show his character, oh, did you kind of think of maybe another uh, yeah. small Tsundere boy yeah. with a similar hair color and eye shape similar, who exists in another anime? Similar palette, similar mm, shorts, just like another shoujo anime character. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> he kind of is basically just a hero soma type, uh-huh. and now seeing this in like its tropiest form, yeah. And then being like, no, you're a naughty boy and you have to always act like you're okay because you're a tough little man. And then it's like, that's, that's Hiro Soma. Yeah. That's and he also archetype. has a quash. <laughs> yeah, he also has a quash, but he'll never admit it. All of our Fruits Basket fans, you'll know. <laughs> if not, uh, Fruits Basket is a very good anime and manga that you should consider checking out. Oh yeah, totes. And totes. Uh, I do love a Sundare. Yeah. I agree. His, his character is... It's interesting because part of it just feels like this is a child, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Sundere is like a... That that feels like a child. It's what you do when you're a kid. It's like yeah. a natural part of life. Like, I don't like you. Don't chase me around the playground. But yeah, secretly, yeah. I want you to chase me around the... Because <laughs> how else are you going to spend recess? Yeah. How else are you going to spend recess? <laughs> Honestly, I will say... I I do kind of I, as as much fun I guess as the like jokey ending mm. was I think maybe because we had just come off of the the twins episode last week that uh, there was there was something kind of nice about the joke ending but then the real ending mm. so I guess maybe there was a little part of me that when we got that real kind of like sweet ending of like he's playing piano with her and mm-hmm. like it's it's just nice to see cutting straight to the like and now I'm a I was like <laughs> oh come on Shiro like what happened I thought you had a big quad this, this was an interesting episode because in the way that the 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 host like the character of the week took a backseat last episode yeah. It feels like the host club kind of took a backseat a little bit this episode mm. because we we kind of just focus on Shiro and his crush and it's it's really like a lens to show Tamaki. Being like, listen, there is a line between wanting to make the women of the world happy by being a host and just trying to win the love of one specific person. And he kind of ties it back to, like, being a man, which I think is a very common thing for, like, young boys in shows where it's, like, the struggle for manhood. Yeah. Though I will say we did kind of enact the the thesis of making Mm -hmm. girls happy because we did did help her out. Yeah. Um, Although I do, I do think actually some of Tamaki's character was really interesting this episode. I, I did like, um, you know, like the scene of him playing piano. That was mm-hmm. kind of something we found out about him that we didn't know before. And it makes sense. It makes sense. He's, you know, rich from family. That's like a, that's like a trope is like, oh, everyone in a rich family yeah. has to learn a music. If you instrument. can afford to have a piano in your house, you can afford to learn how to play it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely agree that I think we saw a little bit less of the host club this episode uh though we did get to see plenty of there was a like a fun break-in scene where we got to yeah. see everybody just thinking haruki is the cutest thing in the entire world because she is she is <laughs> there is one thing i wanted to mention that i realized when, when they're enacting the plan to make haruki dress up in the middle school uniform yes everyone's shown in silhouette with like big light smiling through their face oh yeah <laughs> Even Mori, even Mori's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh Mori speaks this episode, by the way, he which does. means it's a good episode. It is a good episode. Checked and checked. Check. 
checked and checked. Yeah, and everybody thinks that Haruhi is the cutest thing in the world. No matter how much they pretend that they don't, <laughs> everybody thinks Haruhi is adorable. Because she is. Because she is. Uh, though, you know, maybe, maybe, since we were, I mean, we're in, <laughs> we're in high school, but still, like, Justin Graham was in middle school, and being like, eh, it's a little weird, but it's gonna, we're gonna ice skate right on by. So, speaking of tropes, because I yes. think that the middle school uniform thing is a little bit tropey, <laughs> at me. At me. <laughs> uh, they, I didn't really clock this as a trope, but this is something that you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. The idea of, like, the apprentice, or, like, somebody who is learning from somebody yes. else. Yes. I think that's interesting, and I could probably think of a couple places that I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that first came to mind was, like, we have Tamaki, and then we have Shiro. Mm-hmm. I thought of Sailor Moon, and then, like, Chibi Usa from <laughs> that. So I, I think a lot of, I guess, in in relation to shoujo manga, a lot of times where I've seen this, sometimes it's it's a, a trope as a, a great way to introduce a, a kind of, like, villain character. Oh. Like, someone will come to the main girl and be like, you're so cool, and I, like, want to learn from you and be your friend, and then it turns out, yeah. I was in love with the boy, or whatever. That's very cool. But also we do have instances of, like, a, a good kind of episode fun thing is some third party meets one of the main two characters or something, says, like... I don't know. You're you're great and cool, and I want to learn Teach from you. Teach me, yeah. exactly. And they they kind of get carried along on the story, whether it's as like a, a device to kind of make <laughs> someone jealous, or if it's just kind of like to explore a part of their character. In this case, I think we definitely got to explore Tamaki's character a little bit in terms of learning about his piano and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it was just kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the other thing, the other really fun trope for me, I love Sundare. Oh yeah! Oh oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. I will out myself. I uh-huh. think Cinder is second place to Yonder, but like we'll get there when really? we get. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I for one am Cinder at first place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, my quash. Oh yeah, is my quash is weaving. What am I gonna do? The, I, That's a big one. I, I like this. I love time-sensitive fun. Uh-huh. I, I love things that are sad. Oh. <laughs> it's just something I can't help myself. A little bit of melancholy goes a long way. Yeah. And the idea of like, oh, I'm having such a good time, but I'll never... This this experience will never not be tainted by the fact that it is on yeah. a clock. Because mm. really, when you think about it, everything's on a clock. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Uh-oh. Oh. Mm, melancholy. Mm. All right, hold on. No, I can't have a crisis right now. <laughs> My favorite flavor of sorbet. I have to have a crisis later. Watermelon collie. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I I definitely... I think my quash is leaving is a big popular one, but I think also, like, friend leaving. I've, yeah. I've, I've definitely seen this, this played out in a lot of different genres. Yeah. I love the childhood friend who moves away specifically and then Ooh. comes back later in life. It's such mm-hmm. a good trope. Like, that yeah. reunity. Mm. Reunity. <laughs> we did see this trope recently in another cross-dressing drama. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. We did. That remember? was a huge part of the last couple episodes. <laughs> there was it was a huge part of the entire show. It was first uh, spoilers for Coffee Prince. Yeah, if you haven't, go back and listen <laughs> now cuz we're about to spoil it. When you all. think about it, half of that show we spend with the knowledge oh Hangyeol's going to leave. Yeah. And then when he's not going to leave, a chance going to leave. <laughs> so him. it's like everybody leaving. Everybody leaving. <laughs> I do actually, I, I feel like I've, I've seen that specifically a lot as like a, a kind of like under, or I shouldn't say under, under, underlying, 
uh, yeah, underlying like oh. trope throughout this series where one character might have a time sensitive thing, and oftentimes once they don't, the other one suddenly does. Yes, a I've twist of fate. Yeah, Star crossed yeah, yeah, yeah. lovers. I've seen that done done a few times. I think that's good. I like that's that. Good. Mm. Nothing hacky about it. Don't want anyone to stay around. <laughs> can't can't just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> we also have. Any excuse to dress Haruhi as a girl. Yeah, we jump at the chance. We love to put Haruhi in the feminine mm. clothing. Yes. <laughs> we love to do it. Put the Serafuku on. Put it on. Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love they got her sneaking around the middle school and they are all walking confidently oh, yeah. behind. She's like, what? happen to the plan and they're like well you mean we go to school here like, this is nothing suspicious about this yeah and then the teacher walks by and they're like okay maybe we shouldn't have done Everybody this <laughs> God. i do like honey just like goes along with the the, the child uniform yeah i can be all in and it fits him of course it does he's small he's, so he's small. elementary school student size elementary my dear <laughs> We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast for a conversation about songs. <laughs> we have to talk about them. They are very important. So this this came up a little bit while we were pre-record bantering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's not really a reason to talk about it in this episode. Nobody's like, oh, my socks are too sexy for my feet. How did this even come up? I think you mentioned socks that you had to wash. And I was like, oh, those are good socks, just from memory. So... I want to make a quick distinction real quick before we get into this. Okay, uh, okay. This is specifically about socks. This has nothing to do with feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep a straight face here because I'm dead serious. There's nothing about <laughs> the foot, not even the shape or the number. This is the foot out of the question. Yeah, no, no, no the size of the toes, nothing. <laughs> this is all about the garment, yeah. as it often is for me. Yes. So, uh-huh. everybody like to say, uh-huh. Sock that go up to the big leg. Like thigh the high. The thigh high. <laughs> the thigh scraper. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's good. Nothing well, wrong. Well, everyone liked to say incredible. Everyone liked to say, ooh, wow, wow, mommy. And like, it's definitely good. <laughs> everyone liked to make the, the funny wolf noise and go, auga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their eyes pop out. Not I. Oh, okay. Knee sock? Yeah, how about the, the this level? Knee sock, okay. I like I like panty and stocking. I like the knee sock and the scanty. Good good show. The knee sock <laughs> and the scanty. They're the villains in panty and oh. stocking. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's not my thing. Uh-huh. It's okay. It's fine though. Calf sock. Like crew. 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 Like a pirate ship crew. Uh-huh. Yar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me want. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it? That's, that's the song? That's the one. That's, that's the, the best one. song. You know, there's actually... I, cause, uh, so when I, I was getting a friend, a little Christmas present, mm-hmm. and I was looking for some socks. Because uh, they were like... They had made an offhand comment about wanting more like fun socks. So mm. I was like, I got you. I was looking for socks and I was trying to find... I found a pattern that I really liked, but they only had it available... In like women's as like a woman's sock, mm-hmm. and because you know we gotta we gotta do that socks for women socks for women of course, <laughs> we, um, but it was like a women's crew sock, and then there was like this extra large for like uh, sizes above mm-hmm. like thirteen, and uh, he does not have size above thirteen <laughs> uh, shoe, but he would technically fit into the women's one. However, women's crew socks are shorter than men's. What? Yeah, they only come up to like. 
like here, mm. even though like normal crew socks come up like a nice solid like like pretty, a half calf. Yeah, and I was kind of like, yo, what the heck? Like I also want protection when I wear my Converse high tops. Yeah, like, I would like when I play soccer. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> so I was I was kind of I shouldn't say shocked, but a little upsetty to find uh, out that they're stupid short. I would I would be upsetty. Yeah, even though I don't have like I have like like I'm short. Okay, so yeah, like longer might be a little, a little too long sometimes, but they were like, they were shorter and I was, and now he like wears boots all the time. So mm. I was like, this isn't not going to work. Socks with boots is so important. Nobody teaches yeah. you that until right? the, like the first time you walk around, you're like, why are my ankles so sweaty? Because you didn't wear the right socks. Right socks. I will make a distinction. Okay. Uh, sock garters, mm-hmm. very important. Very good as well. I've never Keep... worn a sock garter in my life. I just wish that I had socks that could stay up. Because <laughs> I have, like, fun novelty socks. Yeah. But now I have to buy an extra piece of equipment that straps to my leg <laughs> so that I can have people be like, oh, look at my socks, and not just constantly be rolling them back up. Because elastic is trash. Elastic is a little trash, I gotta say. I don't like I don't like material that gets bored of its job. Yeah. <laughs> thigh high socks they love to just like roll on this, down i have like the sad deflated thigh high who's like i don't feel like being sexy right now <laughs> i don't feel like being sexy right now <laughs> it ain't easy to be in queen <laughs> i will agree though i think the crew socks are my favorite sock length it's it it's adventurous mm-hmm. without being like overtly sexualized yeah it's- i got really into crew socks at the same time as i started becoming somebody who wears converse high tops mm. <laughs> Uh, a side tangent about fishnets. Oh. I like that they are used for roller derby. Like, that's... Oh. I think of them as being functional clothing for roller derby. Uh-huh. That has kind of been, like, used elsewhere for fashion. And I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 But I really remember my first exposure to it being, like, my family and... My whole family did roller derby, except for me, including roller my dad. Derby fam. Yeah. But uh, when you hit that wood, this this fishnet make you slide. Oh. So you get no wood burn. That's nice. And I, I did think not that's know cool. That. That's cool. I like a sock that does its job. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> this has been a message <laughs> about my relative attraction to different lengths of legwear. <laughs> Let's get back to just kiss already. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Darren. What do you think is gonna maybe go down in a little episode seven? Well, uh-huh. I've already used pool and parents day. Yes, you have. You've also already used gender panic. <sighs> That's a good one. That's my favorite. And uh, school day. Oh, uh, like... how about we could, I would like a nice sports day. Oh, like a little, little, yeah. little. I feel like that would be a good Maury episode in <gasps> concept. Oh. Or it would be a good subverting the trope episode because you have, Ooh. let's say, like the host club participates in the, the the sports day as a team. Of course, the relay race. Yeah, of all different grades because that's how we do it for this show. Yes, of course. And they're like, "Oh, Haruhi, like you gotta bulk up so you could we could be the anchor in the yeah, race." Yeah, yeah, we need you to get strong. Yeah. <laughs> Haruhi's like. Oh, Maury Sensei, teach me how to lift weight. And he's like, actually, I'm into macrame. That would be a good or an episode. (laughs) Maury. That sounds good. I do do like the the sports day. I'm also into macrame. I listen to thrift shop at least once a week. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 Next time on Just Kiss Kiss Already. Already.
bye guys thank you so much bye. for listening we will catch you in the next episode we won't mm. drop you what what we won't <laughs> drop them we'll catch them oh i thought you said we will no never <laughs> okay good mm-hmm. bye <laughs> <laughs>